Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. Welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, July 21st, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got new reporting on Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's taking a hard line when it comes to the debt ceiling. Number two, the latest on infrastructure. And number three, a Senate Democratic group is clapping back on the big fundraising number we reported yesterday that Republicans were bragging about. All right, Jake, let's talk about this new reporting that we have about Mitch McConnell, the debt ceiling. This issue is about to really come to the fore here in the next couple of months, if not even sooner than that, about how Congress is going to raise the debt ceiling. Yeah, so listen, um, John Bresnahan, our colleague Brez, uh, spoke to Mitch McConnell yesterday afternoon uh, in the Capitol yesterday evening, I believe it was, if my memory serves me well. And he and McConnell said um, Demo- he, that his Republicans are not going to vote for the debt ceiling uh, at all. And uh, he suggested that, Repu- that Democrats put the debt ceiling increase inside of a reconciliation bill, which would only need 51 votes. So, you know, this is not an unusual position for a Republican uh, minority leader to take. We saw, you know, we saw Republicans vote against the um, we saw Republicans vote against the debt ceiling a lot back in the day when they were in the minority. Um, But I will say this. The the reconciliation bill isn't coming anytime soon, so the, the, this is gonna this is going to impact the sequence of uh, how they pass legislation. Because if they can't get fit, if they can't get sixty votes on a debt ceiling, um, I'm not you know they're gonna have to put in the reconciliation debt ceiling runs out like I don't know next month or the month after that, and I just don't imagine that they're going to be. Um, I I don't know I don't know that they're going to be ready to go then. So I mean this it does complicate things. It's a real shot across the bow, right? I mean, whether or not he sticks to this, um, you know, ultimately, it certainly is a way of saying, "All right, Schumer, you you have the majority. You have the majority. You have to figure it out." I, I think the concept that reconciliation is going to be ready by then and that could be, it could be passed is a pretty big stretch, considering where we are right now at the end of July. Certainly, something that we'll be watching closely. All right, let's move on to the number two story, the latest on infrastructure. Chuck Schumer has teed up this cloture vote for today. By all signs, it looks like it is going to fail. But there was progress yesterday. There was. So um, uh, Democrats. So, okay. so let's start from the top here. Just like you said, uh, the cloture vote uh, on on the bipartisan infrastructure bill. So Chuck Schumer has scheduled a, a uh, has willingly scheduled. This is not like it just came up, but it has willingly scheduled a cloture vote, a um, uh, basically a procedural vote to proceed onto the bill for this afternoon at two thirty-five, and that's going to fail because the bill's not ready. Republicans are going to vote against it. But last night they met. They met for a long time. Um, and, uh, they basically suggested uh, upon leaving, um, leaving the, the, the meeting last night that they are close to an agreement. And uh, we've been hearing this for days, to be honest with you. John Tester has been saying every single day, we'll have a deal tonight. We'll have a deal tonight. We'll have a deal tonight. They never have a deal tonight. So, (laughs) um, you know, I, I am, I'm not skeptical. I do think they're going to come to some sort of agreement. I don't know that that agreement's going to garner 10 Republicans that they need to get cloture 
It looks like it might, but but listen, we are a long way from the finish line here. Here are the things that need to happen. We need legislative text. We don't have legislative text. Once there's legislative text, they're going to need to have um, scores from the Congressional Budget Office and the Joint Committee on Taxation. Those are the two kind of budgetary scorekeepers. We're far from that. So, you know, could we see a cloture vote next week? Could we see a, a procedural vote next week to bring the bill to the floor? Yes, we could. Um, and that could pass if a bill is ready or close to ready. I think the other thing to really look at here is Chuck Schumer, right? He forced this vote. He didn't have to. He wanted to get the put the pressure on this group, which to your point of what you just kind of ran through, they've said time and time again, they're super close. They're almost ready. Give them more time. And at some point, Schumer needs to know, you know, are they actually going to come to an agreement or not? I think this is a real test of his leadership, though, and his leadership style. We have to remember that it's he's six months and one day into the job as Senate Majority Leader in a 50-50 Senate, which is obviously as tight as it can get. Uh, you know, he's had some success when it comes to pushing through an anti-Asian hate crime bill, when it comes to that big China package that was super important to him. Uh, but, you know, he is a different kind of leader, collaborative to a fault. He certainly is not Harry Reid, the Democrat from Nevada who ruled with an iron fist. How this ends up playing out you know, I think we'll go a long way to think of how people think about him, how his own members think about him in terms of how does he lead? Does he get it done at the end of the day? Yeah, uh, this is all on Schumer at this point. You know, he's navigating this. He'll eventually be judged. Um, he'll be judged on, on on how he shepherds this agenda through the Congress, how he shepherds this legislative agenda through a 50-50 Senate and a five-seat majority or four-seat majority in the House. Uh, with Nancy Pelosi, and and that's that's basically that's basically the um, the ultimate the ultimate test for Chuck Schumer. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the day: the money game. We are back. Yesterday, we reported that the Republican Senate Leadership Fund, the outside group that supports, um, you know, is kind of works in concert with. Mitch McConnell and Senate Republicans had raised $4.4 million in the first six months of 2021. Democrats, they weren't that impressed by that, Jake. No, they weren't. So <laughs> the um, the Senate Majority PAC, the equivalent Democratic Super PAC, raised $14 million, which they note is $9 million more than Republicans. This is just the typical tit for tat between these big money groups. Um, all of them raise incredible sums of money, um, just massive amounts of dough to, to help fuel the races. I mean, th this group, uh, Senate Majority PAC, um, has spent a hundred million dollars in Georgia. That's a hundred million dollars in one state. I mean, spending, I'm not taking a policy position here, but it's fair to say that, uh, um, uh, spending is out of control in these races. They're just, these are just massive empires like every single day. All right. With that, just want to note that we actually have a really interesting uh, item in this morning's newsletter on the Vax Gap, looking at how House Republicans have been pushing misinformation about Biden's vaccine tactics. Uh, pretty stunning in terms of the breadth of quotes and interviews uh, that we did and our colleagues, Max Cohn. And Christian Hall, the newest additions to the Punchbowl News editorial team, really took that on. It's a great read. I encourage you to uh, check that out this morning. 
Thank you so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.